Welcome to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. I'm Tanya Morgan, and today we're going to chat about what drives the success of weed management. So it's not just about what's in the tank and when you spray. It's also got a lot to do with the attitudes and intentions of land managers in the region. And our special guest today is Sonia Graham, who's a social scientist from the University of Wollongong. Sonia's been part of the area-wide weed management project where we're taking a novel approach to weed management. So rather than working with individuals, we're trying to encourage landscape change of key weeds. So it's great to have you here, Sonia. Your work's really interesting because we do a lot of research and development. It's all about coming up with management solutions for farmers, but this doesn't always mean they're going to do something on farm. So you're looking at the why behind it, why they're going to do something. Yeah. So for 10 years now, I've been working with farmers and as well working with government and trying to understand what it is that gets people to undertake weed management. And so, as you say, partly it's people's individual decisions. It's about their values. It's about the people that they talk to and the information and advice they get from those people. But also it can be about the extent to which they trust that advice or their relationships with their neighbours and what the neighbours are doing and what they can see can work somewhere else. And so my research is very much about not just looking at what individuals are doing, but also how that fits in what, with what the people around them are doing. In the Sunraysia region where we're working on area-wide weed management, it's not just broadacre farmers, lots of horticulture, livestock as well. We're trying to find some similarities with those farmers what are some of the key weeds that they all share that are a real priority for them? Yeah, so we've done two bits of research in Sunraysia. First of all, we did interviews uh, with growers and with extension staff to understand what people said that they value and uh, what weeds are a concern, as well as we did a survey last year where 200 growers from across Sunraysia told us what are the weeds of concern to them. And 93% of those 200 said that ryegrass was a weed of concern to them. And the second most common weed that was of concern was bromgrass. And so the main reason from the interviews that we can understand these weeds are a concern is mostly because of herbicide resistance issues. We've selected a couple of key weeds to focus on as part of uh, the research that's happening with Mali Sustainable Farming and Frontier Farming Systems in the Sunraysia. We actually chose summer weeds instead of winter crop weeds. We're looking at fleabane. And also South Thistle, where did they rate on the list of weeds of concern? So fleabane was actually the third weed of concern. So just over 60% of the growers that responded to our survey said they're worried about fleabane. South Thistle was further down the list as the fifth weed of concern and almost half of the respondents said that they're worried about South Thistle. As part of the research, did you look at some of the reasons behind why some of these weeds were a concern? So the interviews were definitely asked people to explain why they chose particular weeds as being of concern. So aside from herbicide resistance, it were things like the timing of when control methods had to be applied, there are limitations on which chemicals can be used due to regulations, sometimes also the costs of the herbicides associated with managing some of these weeds were a concern. And not only that, but I, I guess if we're talking about managing things at an area-wide scale, how easily some of these plants spread. So the reason why fleabane was of particular concern is aside from being difficult to penetrate with herbicide, it's also that it spreads easily. When we asked people to say how important these concerns were, the one that came up the most often was the financial cost of weed control. So 56% of the growers in the Sunraysian region were really very concerned about the financial cost of weed management. And the next one on that list was herbicide resistance. So 40% said they were very concerned with herbicide resistant weeds on their properties. We know that people have individual concerns about how they manage weeds on farm. Do they think differently when they think about it from a landscape point of view? So we specifically ask people not just about what they're concerned about on their own property, 
but how they feel about weeds when they think about it at an area-wide scale. And so what we found was that almost everyone agreed in the Sunraysia region that weeds are everybody's problem. Some of the trials that we're working on in the Sunraysia involve some citrus growers that are right next door to broadacre growers and the conversations and some of the timing of how things need to work, it's quite interesting. So it's really important that there is some coordination there and yeah, you can see when people do work together, they get a better result. I wonder how many farmers are going to sit down with their neighbours and, and work out a plan going forward. Anything else that is worthwhile to know about collaborations and, and how we can improve that going into the future? So I think with this project, one of the things we kind of understand is what are the benefits and costs of collaboration? So what is it that means that people are really enthusiastic about working with their neighbours and what are the things that make them think, oh, maybe this is just a bit too hard, right? So they ask questions like that. And so when we asked people, what are the benefits of working together with other people on weeds? There was widespread acknowledgement, a whole range of benefits that you get from working together. So it could be increased awareness of what weeds are in the area, especially herbicide resistant weeds. There's an acknowledgement that if we work together, we'll get ahead of the weed spread. It improves the quality and quantity of agricultural production. There's a long list of things that growers in Sunraysia can see are the benefits. On the flip side, if we talk about what are the costs associated with it, there's a shorter list and people aren't as worried about these. So some of those key concerns though, with more than 60% of growers saying it's an issue, one of them is too much time spent in meetings. So there's that real transactional cost of if we're going to work together. It's going to take extra effort in terms of how much time we have to go and meet with people. There may be limited options for organic growers. And then there's a small a range of other concerns that weren't as significant in terms of being restricted to significant herbicides, and specific herbicides and things like that. Again, almost everyone agreed that each land manager has a responsibility to the whole region to control weeds. So it's not just an individual responsibility. It's not just about making sure that they've got it on control for their own property, but to thinking about their neighbours uh, and thinking about other people, other growers in the region. And so with that in mind, more than 80% of the growers' surveys recognise that effective control of weeds requires land managers to work together and that weed management will be more effective if people coordinate the timing of their weed control. I think as a social scientist, it's one of those things like when we were talking about before, what drives people's behavior, first of all, you need to acknowledge that you believe in something or something's needed. So if you don't think something's needed, you're not going to do something. And so partly this is really positive from a thinking about weeds at an area-wide scale. If you've got 80% of people who agree that we need to work together on weeds, that's a really important starting point. If that was a much lower figure, you would have a much bigger task ahead of your first convincing people of the need to work together and then actually getting people on the ground doing that. You've also done this research with Riverina and Darling Downs growers because they're also part of the area-wide weed management project. Were there similar results in those regions? There's agreement across those regions about whether we need to work together on weeds and what the benefits and costs are. What we found really interesting was the Sunraysia region was a region that has the most people currently working together to manage weeds. So we had 32% of respondents to our survey say that they work with other growers on managing weeds, whereas in the other regions, it was much lower. So the sorts of activities people do is they talk to their neighbours about weed management. They work on public land together. And there's a whole range of activities that people do in the Sunraysia region, which, which helps and gets people on the same page. Where to from here with the project? What's happening next? So I guess from our perspective, we're now trying to bring these two bits of um, research that we've done together, the interviews with the survey, because the interviews help explain the patterns we're seeing in the survey results. 
and we've got someone running the statistics to help us really understand what it is that gets people excited and working together on these. I guess one of the key challenges for our project is really thinking about some of these things that prevent people working together, right? Like how do we address this concern about too much time spent in meetings? How can we get people to work together without adding too much extra to their plate? Everyone's really super busy already. So is there a way we can roll this out? What scale is important? Is it just two or three growers getting together? Is it 10 to 20? What is the scale at which this is actually really going to make a difference and help reduce financial costs of working together? It's definitely really interesting what others are thinking about before they actually do something on farm for weed management. So there's still another year to go on this project and we've still got a little bit more research to roll out. We'll keep people posted and thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Tanya. This project is supported by funding from the Australian Government Department of Agriculture, Water and Environment and is part of the R&D for Profit program in partnership with GRDC, the Cotton RDC, AgriFutures Australia. Thanks for joining us. If you want to hear more, like and subscribe to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. Catch you later.